Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the final episode of Season 3. This is, of course, our epilogue. There's still a bit of story to tell for Saul, Misk, Vance, and Char, along with all of the uh, various characters that have come into this large story that we've embarked on in Season 3. I don't want to keep you. There are just a couple of quick things I did want to mention. This is it. This is the last episode of Season 3. If you're wondering where we're going next, well, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that and a lot more when we do our Season 3 wrap-up Q&A. We're going to be releasing that in two weeks. That is, on August 24th, instead of a regular D&D episode, we will have our Q&A wrap-up episode recorded. We will be streaming that live for all of our patrons as well. So if you'd like to follow along live as we answer your questions, you can do that by becoming a patron. That means we're taking your questions, your comments from the finale, from the epilogue, and all of Season 3, and anything that you can think of coming in the future. We want you to submit your comments and your questions using the Google form that is in the show notes. Now, we will be recording that episode on August 20th, four days before it releases, around 7 p.m. Eastern Time. So between now and August 20th at 7 p.m., get those questions in, submit them on the Google form attached in the show notes here, and we will get to your questions, if at all possible. And I think we can do it. So we're going to take our time. We're going to look back at Season 3, everything that's happened. And, you know, we're also going to have some things to talk about for what is coming next. I'm so excited and nervous for you to hear this final episode. Thanks for coming along with us. This is the epilogue of Make Believe Heroes Season 3. We begin deep inside the kingdom of Earth and Stone. You are all seated around the same table where you met with King Jord and his wife, the Queen of the Quaking Circle, just some hours earlier. Seated at the head of this long, oval-like table is King Terin Jord and his wife, Queen Shaylin Teal. Around the rest of the table sits Satsaris, now back in his typical tiefling form. Misk Isoda, Chargensis Kintel, Sir Vance Oftawal, as well as Ilumari Jin, Rowan, or Azuris, Zuri Lendai, and one Tormetvas. Hovering a few inches off of the center of this table is a bright figure. He is red-haired, wearing white linen robes with gold trimming, and he has just begun to glow as he says that his time here is about to end. It is Laric Darkbolt. He is here. Uh, he's come back with you guys here. He's kind of informed everyone at this point sort of what happened, how that guy came to the astral plane and immediately arrived there like he appeared with him and told him what was going on and that Loric led him and they convinced Paylor to give them permission to sort of break the rules and show up and help you, right? And now you're going back to the astral plane. Loric is going back to the astral plane. Saul stands up. He has the stone. He's been holding it basically the whole time. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who you are, peasant. 
if you are going to the astral plane, I need you to take this to Paylor. Is that something you can do? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think that. Uh, I don't. I don't think that we can. I. It can't cross that veil, and it, it's not. It's not bound to. To me, I think it's. I, I think it's bound to you. Then it's pretty apparent. I need to get back to Monumi. And he looks at Mari. Well, Sotsaris, I... I don't know how to get you back to the natural plane. Then we have one other option, and he, like, sets the stone on the table. Can anyone destroy this? Char bots it. Elrond stands up. <laughs> I was kidding. about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Please, somebody get an axe. <laughs> um, so, when you say that, Lorik, he knows he's about to go back. He's about to go back to the astral plane. Um, I, 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 I gotta go. I'll, I'll speak to Paylor uh, about the stone and, and get, getting back to the natural plane, and everything should be okay. Just uh, listen for uh, you, you'll know when I'm reaching out or he's reaching out and um, uh, survey. It. Uh, it's good to see you. And Lorik starts dissipating. I suppose it's okay to see you too. Talk to Guy, see what he wants to do. Lorik is is gone as Vance says his final words there. Master Vance. Farewell. Seriously, who was that? I'd like to know as well, Vance. You seem to know this squirrely elf. Unfortunately. Sounds like a terrible person to send to Paylor. I agree. But for some reason he's there, so... Correct me if I'm wrong, but if it, it seems like if it wasn't for that elf's help, uh, we might all have just died. Not me. I can't die. <laughs> Everyone except for Char, of course. Neither can I. Well, I guess he did help a little. Just a small bit. Saul stands up, pulls out a dagger, and goes to slam it into the stone. There's no reaction from the stone. You've had some time now just inspecting it. It is, it's cold to your hands. It seems lifeless. Well, that's not going to work. I doubt that anything's going to actually break that stone. Do you have a suggestion? It's broken already, right? It's cracked. King Jord holds a hand up. Would someone mind explaining to me exactly what this stone is? This is somehow tied... To the Forsaken God. To the original creator of Manumi and thus the Hells. So this is what was somehow responsible for what has happened here? Yes. This is the literal core of the Forsaken armies. Well, if you have destroyed it, human, by piercing it, then perhaps the threat is past. Hopefully. We need to speak to the gods, and we need to check in Manumi. My understanding is the forces of the Forsaken are moving across the natural plane. Really? Yes. On the holy day of each of the gods, there's some form of mockery, some reverse spell that's being cast by the followers of the Forsaken. The Unchained is the name of the cult. They're working with everything they have to release the chain god. Howler says, I understand all of that, but, well, frankly, 
That's their problem, isn't it? It obviously was our problem. If he is released there, this will begin again in the hells. Yes. And where will be the source of all your core souls, your well of souls, your storm of souls, if there are no souls on Manumi? Saul sits down and lights a cigar. I understand what you're saying, Prince, but it's not as though we can all pack our bags and head to the natural plane. No, but perhaps you could get me there. I don't know a way to get you there. And if your mage doesn't, then I'm not sure who does. I only know one way for a devil to enter the natural plane, and you've already done it. I know a way, but Saul wouldn't actually make it. (laughs) (laughs) Saul just glares at Chargenzis through the smoke. Queen Shaylin Teal stands. I have to agree to some extent with Tormetvas. While I understand that this threat looms over all, it is not our problem to deal with. We have dealt with it on our front, and now the mortals must deal with it on their front. We can't just forget about Monumi, because we're okay down here. We're not okay down here. And Saul has a mission from Paylor. I don't care about any of that. I... I'm sorry, Satsaris. Prince Satsaris, I would like to personally thank you for all that you've done for me, for our kingdom, as well as you, Princess, and the human. I would be long dead if not for your help. That is certainly true, but the fact stands that the Hells are on the verge of extinction. Our kingdom remains. Many others have been wiped out completely, including your own home. She says, looking pointedly towards Saul and Misk. Saul raises one eyebrow. You mean the burning circle that was surrendered to the Howler? And then he looks at Misk. The Howler? Yep, she totally gave her allegiance to him. She tore down her crown. She did throw her crown at his feet. That's true. I forgot about that, honestly, until you just mentioned it. Howler, um, he stands up as well. Your Majesty, I... Agree. And what the princeling says is true. Misk Isoda yielded her crown to me, and her kingdom to me, for she believes that I can bring about the change that the hells need. That being said, the drowning circle has to be dealt with. King Jord gives a agreeing nod. Should we send them a life preserver? Yes. Everyone ignores Char. <laughs> Do they have those in Monumi? Uh, maybe in Monumi, but probably not in the hills. They do not preserve prob- life here. The fact stands that most of the hells has been wiped out, and those that haven't, with the uh, present company excluded, knelt to that forsaken monster. And, as far as we know, they are in their kingdoms preparing for their next venture, which I would assume, based on what that dragon said, was to march on the natural plane. That gate is shut for them, and so we have to take back the hells. From who? From the drowning. From this coalition of... The Forsaken, just because we killed their god doesn't mean that they're all going to just lay down. 
go back to the way things were? And do we really want things to be the way that they were anyhow? So they're planning on going to the natural plane? I think they were. Don't you? Well, I know where I need to go check. And Saul picks up and starts wrapping the stone up in his cloak. And where is that? The Forsaken Circle. There is a matter there that needs to be attended to, that's for sure. I have no kingdom here. I have a mission. I need to get back to Monumi. And I need to take this with me. If anyone would like to help me get there, I'm going to the Forsaken. Otherwise, I have no time to spend squandering and squabbling over what happens here. I wish some of you very well. (laughs) But in particular, I am out. Miss is going to follow Saul. Saul, you stand, and as you do, everyone sort of around the room, player characters excluded, because you can make your own decisions, stands up as well. Char sits firmly. I ain't leaving here until I leave. (laughs) That's not true. Where's everybody going? Are they following Saul, or are they just... Saul hasn't walked out yet. When he stands, everyone sort of stands too, and... um, Howler is going to speak up. I'll accompany you to the Forsaken Circle, said Saurus. In the meantime, perhaps we should all get some rest and think on just exactly what we are going to do. So at this point, the sort of uh, meeting is going to break and, and people will be leaving. So Saurus, I'm assuming, is heading toward the... He's going to make for the Forsaken Circle. Howler said he's going with him. Uh... Anyone else going with him? I'm going. Misk, I think you said you were going to go with him? Yeah, Misk is going to go with him. Vance, you're going with him? Yeah. Okay. What's Char going to do? Char goes. Okay, y'all are all going. Okay. Saul will go out of his way to check to see if Mari is going. If she's not, he'll tell her goodbye. Ah, she's following. She's absolutely following you. Absolutely. Everyone else stays behind. Uh, Howler tells Zori to wait for him here. They basically have told you all that you're welcome to the same rooms that you had the night before to rest, and, and people are sort of going about their business and getting rested up. And and the, let's see, the four of you plus Howler plus uh, Mari, is that it? Just the six of you? Okay. The six of you head out. You go out into the kingdom, find basically uh, transportation that's going to take you to the edge of the Quaking Circle again. Did we get a rest there? Like a long rest? A long rest? You haven't had time for a long rest. What about a short one? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely for short rest. So if you need to heal up some stuff and everything, you can do that. You all travel. It takes a little while to get to the edge of the quaking circle, much like it did the day before, or the some hours earlier, I guess. It hasn't really been a whole day now. But you all travel through. Um, you make your way there. And you are on the edge, sort of, of this pit that dips down into the center point of the, the Nine Hills. And previously, there was this, this very large black sphere floating over the center of this pit. But now that that's gone completely, the only thing that remains is a glowing bluish-white sphere of light that you all now know is a, a, a giant sphere of souls. Mari, perhaps there's enough power in that to perform a ritual you once knew? Yes, there is certainly enough power in that, but 
again, it, it won't work for you, Saul. You are flesh. The ritual gives you flesh. It, it turns a devil into something new. You are neither a devil or a tiefling necessarily at this point, are you? He is a new <laughs> creature. Old things have passed away. Just amongst the six of you, three of you uh, have wings. Well, Saul, I guess, does as well. Me too. Not you. Marie, uh-huh. Howler, Saul, and Misk can fly. So you take off, I'm assuming, toward the sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, so Char can't fly, right? Who's piggybacking Char? Uh, Saul's like... Probably Misk. Okay, so it has Misk to be Misk Char. because Char... If, Saul would not. Saul will look at him and be like, I'm not carrying him. <laughs> I can show you the world. I'm fine if he stays right okay. here, okay. right now. Shining okay, Misk is carrying Char and Howler has fans. Tell me, princess. <laughs> no. Okay. You Char, I'll Char. carry you, but you better stop saying it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can open your... I don't your... see... <laughs> <laughs> she drops him. I drop it. He plummets to his side. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Misk. <laughs> I don't see why we should take him any further. So I promised him that I would keep him alive. And she just pats him on his head. Char purse. Keep him alive does not mean return to the natural plane. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe Char's turned a new leaf. If the two of you are done bickering, I'd like to go find out what's up with this sphere. Haller and Vance take off. It's a soul sphere. You should leave him, and Saul flies off. Don't leave me. Don't worry, Char. I'm not going to listen to him. Thank you. So you all fly the distance to this sphere. It's, it's just sort of held in place, levitating. It's very large. Uh, you've all seen it now up close, but here it remains in spite of the fact that the large black sphere that was here holding it is gone. And it is just a, a source of immense power. You can all feel the warmth and heat coming off of it. There's just a sort of, I don't know, it's, it's not really a hum. It's just you can just feel the energy coming off of this thing. Howler says, There are an immense number of souls within this thing. Yes. That's where I found Guy. His soul was in the middle of it. And how do you suggest we use it? Use it. I suggest that we put it back. Where? Back where? Surely you've all figured it out by now. The Vault of Souls. The Sea of Souls. The Storm of Souls. The disparate vaults of the Eight Kingdoms, all of their souls outside of the Quaking, are right here. You're saying we send them back to their respective vaults? If we don't, then the Hells will begin to deteriorate. The fires have almost gone out, have they not, in burning? I agree, we should put them back. But how? He turns to Mari. Surely you, along with other mages, know how to manipulate these souls, at least to the extent that we can separate them, place them back. And she gives a little nod. Yes, I suppose that I could assist, or if not me, then yes, the most learned. The kings and queens, they are more than knowledgeable concerning these 
souls that could help as well. I'm certain that Jord and Queen Shay will help with that. Howler, um, he kind of hovers there for a moment just looking into the sphere. You can see the light reflecting off of his face, uh, his yellow horns glowing in the darkness. I'm going to take the hells. I'm going to unite them. Is this unprecedented? Honestly, that's the best hope for the non-hills. Ooh. There's no need of what they used to be. Ooh, ooh. What they used to be is no more. Well, I guess you've got a fresh start. Perhaps we could try something new. But it's not going to be easy. That Earthen Queen is correct. We're going to have to take it from the drowning. And who knows how many devils have joined up with them down there, serving this forsaken beast. I am going to need help, he says, turning, facing you all. Have fun. He kind of gives you a, uh, a snarky grin. I didn't expect anything less from you, Princeling. Salt grins. I'll find a way out. Howler, I'd love to help you. But I think I might be the only way Saul can get back to the natural plane. Princess, <laughs> do you really think that your brother is going to let you sacrifice yourself to send him back to Manumi? You exited the hells just as I have. No, I think she means with a stab to the chest. Or have you already forgotten? There certainly would be a different way. But what if there ain't? I can go to the astral plane and find my way to Monumi from there. Hmm. That could be worth trying. How are you going to uh, reach out to the astral plane? I know someone here who knows how. And he looks at Marie again. Yes, yes, I know how to get to the astral plane, but the astral plane is no closer to the natural than the hells. Nope, but I can take this stone to Paylor, perhaps by going that way. Perhaps, but are you certain that that is wise? No, it absolutely is not wise, but I'm not going to let her take a knife through the chest. That's nonsense. But she will not be going with me. Um, who gave you the decision? I'm telling you, you're not going with me. <laughs> that would work if I actually listened to you. You're no longer Marie's queen. My guess is that she'll send me and not you if I ask her to do so. She already said she can't. Misk, do you know what you become when you throw down your crown? A peasant. Is that really what you were going to say? Did I stutter? Look, I, this is, uh, uh... You two oh, obviously have some... That's funny. I just told you that I'm the only way you can get back to the natural plane. Didn't you tell me that I'm nothing but a peasant? <laughs> wow. Did you hear that, Char? I heard it. Peasant. Oh, Char's definitely your ilk. If nothing else, you are a traitor. I'm not sure anyone's surprised by that statement. There's nothing wrong with being a peasant. A traitor. All right, listen... You two obviously have some issues to work out, or not. I don't really care. I'm sorry not all of us were chosen by Paylor. I'm sorry that I left the Nine Hells because our father was the worst. I'm sorry I tried to kill you, 
I'm sorry I got our mother taken. Is there anything else you want me to put on the list? Sounds to me like you've got a great reason why you should just sacrifice me and go to the natural plane. Honestly, I think I'd be better off in the void. Petulant child. <laughs> child. You just crowned that child. I did. And then I found out she was a traitor. Oh. I'm not sorry for anything. As much as I've forgiven you, as much as I even love you, I'm not going to keep going forward at this unless I'm sure I can trust you. I feel like I need to go alone. I feel like perhaps you should help Howler reclaim the Hells and I should handle this. I, uh, I'm not one to agree with the Princeling, but, Misk, you, you could be a great help to me here. I don't know what's going on between the two of you, uh, family issues, but if you would be willing to say, Misk, at least for a time, to help me take back the Hells from the Drowning, to restore the Burning Circle, then perhaps that is one way you could make reparations. And assuming that your brother can find a way out of here, then perhaps when you're done, then you could return. Perhaps you could go find the one you lost. I could go right now if you'd actually let me, but apparently I'm on a leash. You can do what you will. I'm just saying I should go alone. You can go to Manumi. That's fine. When we step through the portal, we're going different directions. No, I'd rather stay down here. Fitting. And do something good. I want... I want so bad to be able to just be like, Okay, let's go! Let's go! And even when we were fighting... I still felt that sense of unease. I feel sick. Honestly, I feel like I've done everything I can to try to make you understand that that was what I used to be. And going to Monumi changed who I was for the better. I met people like Kjorg and Miles, even the Shiv for a while. But did it just change because you forgot who you were? I don't want to believe that. I don't want to either, but I don't know any better. I know right now I feel hurt and betrayed. You want time, Saul, but I don't know if Manumi's gonna give you time. I don't know that there's any time left in Manumi. I don't care if you step back through the portal with me. I'm just saying, once we get there, perhaps you find Mother and I handle this. Or you stay here. And then find your mother. That's her choice. You're right. Whichever she chooses would give time for you both to think about all of this. And with the amount of time that has passed already, I'm not sure it matters which she chooses. And what of you, Jorkinsis? Me? I mean, I reckon I'll go back to Monomi. Nope. Wasn't the whole point of you coming here to learn more about your elemental nature? No, I was really just bored. <laughs> I didn't even know I was an elemental when I came down here. Just knew something was going on. Alright. 
and I, I've learned what I need to know. Dufon Ray's dead. What am I going to learn from him now? Was Dufon Ray your father? I still don't understand whether he was or not. Kinda, maybe? Shorgenzis. As much as I would like to be rid of you, mainly just because you're so frustrating. Oh, how are you so frustrating all the time? <laughs> A lifetime of practice. The melting circle did bow the knee. I could use all the help I can get. If you're interested. Help with what? Like, unbowing their knee? I need someone in the burning with this is... I can't believe I'm going to say this. But I need someone in the melting circle with some sense. Phew, what kind of sense are you talking about? Yeah, salt cackles. <laughs> or you can go back to wherever you were and do whatever you were doing. I was putt-putting. <laughs> like you do. It's kind of my whole thing. I'm going back. I'm going back to the the Quaking Circle. I'm going to speak to the Queen. She seems to have some sense. We'll meet in six hours. I expect an answer. I need to know some stuff before I can make a decision. What do you need to know? What would be my responsibilities, and could I give them up if I get bored? What kind of commitment am I making? I'm not one for commitment, just be clear. The commitment you're making is to stay here. For how long? As long as you want. Help as much as you can. Try to get things back to whatever normal is going to be for the Melting Circle. Who knows, maybe you'll be king. Hmm. So there's two parts of being king. One is power. I like that. Okay. The other one is responsibility. I hate that. <sighs> okay. <laughs> but if I can somehow have the power without the responsibility, I'm in. Well, you're certainly going to have more power here than you are on the natural plane. Hmm. I'm leaving. I'm tired of all this deliberating and squabbling. I wasn't squabbling, I was just... We'll meet in six hours. That's a long rest. He takes off. <laughs> He's taking Vance with him. Are you all following suit? Yeah. Who's suit? I thought his name was Heller. I go back with him. Okay. Wherever he's going. Well, he takes it. Well, I mean, you know, Misk has got you by the shoulders. She's literally yeah, holding you're literally you like a baby. staying with me. He takes off ahead of you all as he is flying back. And you can all fly back too if you want. Vance, I assume you're planning on going back to the natural plane as well, aren't you? Hmm. I have been trying to think about what would be best to do. Guy, I think, wants some time to think about things, but I don't know how long that would be. I see. I'm assuming that Saul is going to be leaving soon. I know you're needing help, but I don't know how much help I could be. I mean... Oh, you could be a great help. I'm also not sure about our contract. I mean, I have helped you. And I did find a guy. Right. So, I mean, the tenets of our agreement have been fulfilled. But that doesn't mean we can't help one another. After all we've been through. True. But if you want to return to the natural plane and, and, and resurrect your friend, 
I won't stop you. But if I did return, then how could I help you? You couldn't. I don't know if there would be any other way of returning that I would find. Probably not, unless you know another prince and princess tiefling you can take for a two-way trip. <laughs> no, I don't think there are any others. Not many. If you want to stay and help me fight, then you would be a great general in this war. But, if you want to go home, I think you've earned that as well. You all are heading back toward the Quaking Circle. You land, the Quaking Devils are there waiting for you to transport you back to the kingdom. Some time passes and you arrive back and you have a couple of hours to think, to rest. You all have your own quarters, your own rooms where you can rest, maybe eat if you're so inclined. I eat. The time is passing and you're all spending time uh, separately I'm assuming. What are you doing in your room, Saul? Standing in the fire. You hear a knock at the door. Come in. The door opens and uh, Marie steps in. She's dressed in uh, new robes. They seem more fit for traveling than what she's been in previously. She has got her hair pulled back, her horns uh, prominent, and she looks very sort of nervous. You look nefarious, my darling. Why, uh, thank you, said Saris. I was wondering if I might have a quick word. You're welcome to stand in my fire any time. At least tonight. What is on your mind? Oh, oh, many, many things are on my mind. Everything that has occurred over these last few days. Uh, I... I have decided that... I'm going to accompany you to the natural plane. Saul smiles. I love that suggestion, but why would you give up your hellish immortality? I have lived many lifetimes, said Saurus, and I have seen many battles, and I have seen my home torn apart, and I have seen you as you are now, and I'm ready for something different. You say that this meeting that you had with Paylor was the greatest thing that ever happened to you. And I meant that with all of my being. Perhaps it is something that I too could experience. He uh, takes her hand. Mm-hmm. If you had not knocked on my door, I would have been knocking on yours shortly. And uh, he pulls her in and embraces her. Misk. I wanted to go talk to Char. I see. So you go and you find Char's uh, room? Hey, Char, you got a minute? Yeah. What is Char doing in his room? Putt putting. Okay. Messing around with all the stuff in there. Okay. Because he's like, oh, devil stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She would probably just go in and sit somewhere. 
So, I've been thinking about what Howler said. You know, he asked me and you to stay. Yeah. Honestly, I think we should. Why's that? And I'm coming to you because Saul doesn't want to talk to me. And I would probably go to him and ask him what he thinks I should do, but he kind of hates me. So, I don't know. I think we should stay down here in the Nine Hells and help the Howler. Any any particular reason? I know you're having it out with your brother right now, but, you know, any other reasons why you want to stay? Or is it just get away, get away from him, give him some time? What about Miles? What about Miles? Yeah, what about Yards? Or uh, kill <laughs> Miles? Well, I mean, and she's just going to, like, walk around. You know, Hallard thinks that we can liberate the Nine Hells and, you know help him, and then later we could leave. Didn't you hear him say that? I did, but, like, I have stuff back in my little seaside shack. In your dungeon, your killer basement, your murder basement. I remember that place. Yeah, I've got more murders to do. Wow, Char. No, I, uh, you know, my main concern is if I stay here, I'll end up not being able to get back. And having power is nice. Having responsibility, not so nice. I'm just afraid that, you know, he seemed to think that maybe I wouldn't be as much responsibility as I thought. But I just, once that ship has sailed, you never know. Like one time in one of my many, many misadventures, (laughs) I was going to stay at this place. And they were like, yeah, everything's good. But then whenever daddy left, it was not good. I never saw him again. Honestly, Char, I just thought, you know, I thought we were friends and... Well, sure. I don't know. It'd be nice to have someone else down here when Saul leaves that actually... Everyone here pretty much, they just give me the same look. Pretty much the same one that Saul gives me now. So, I don't know. I I just wanted to see what you thought about staying. But if you've got stuff to do and people to kill... I mean, I'm not... I'm not murdering. I was kidding about that mostly. But I just, I don't know. I'm afraid that once, like you said, once once everybody we know leaves, then it'll be a different situation. And then we won't, uh, we won't have the, uh, the freedom or the no take backs kind of thing. Mm. I like having take backs as an option. Well, if you were. I'm not saying no. I was just curious if you had any way to sell it. Because I'm still working the angles, you know? I want to know. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I made you a deal, Char. And I just wanted you to know that if you were going to stay, that you would have a friend. Well, for what it's worth, if I choose to stay, that will be something in the pro column for me deciding to stay. Hmm, Awesome. So Miss is going to walk out the door and close the door and lean against the wall. And she's going to get Flicker out and put her put him on her shoulder. That was awful. That didn't go the way I planned. <laughs> it looks like it's just me and you, Flicker. He kind of nuzzles up against your ear. And she's going to go back to her room.
Servants. You are in your room. Are you thinking? Yes. Really, I'm just thinking about what would be the best option. Thinking about Guy and what he said, and think, and also thinking about how the Queen of the Quaking Circle was said things like she could care less what happens to the natural plane. And I realized that there's going to be a lot going on up there that maybe I could help or do something about. Mm -hmm. But also bringing Guy back, which has been my whole focus for this whole time. When you think of Guy, you remember the last thing he said to you before you guys stepped out of the sphere. He said he would pray for you. So I pray for him. You know, pray to Paylor and see if I get any kind of gut feelings other than what I've already kind of determined. I probably am going to just go to the natural plane or go with Saul to the astral plane and see if I can find anything out there. That's kind of what I'm thinking. So I just pray and see if I get anything. Well... Paylor, things have definitely changed a lot, and I'm not sure what to do at this point. Where should I go? What should I do? I don't know what to do. I just need some guidance. You finish your prayer, you open your eyes, and when you do, there is a red-headed elf standing in front of you in the room. Sir, Sir Vance? What are you doing here? Paylor, Sydney. Lorik has in his hand that same golden wand that he used to defeat Dembarga. He sort of holds it out in front of you. Paylor is going to allow us, allow you, allow us, you guys to get back to the natural plane. Really? Then it was that easy? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not easy, and it's kind of breaking the rules, and he'll probably... It will have repercussions, but... Yeah. What about Guy? Did you talk to Guy? Oh, um, Guy says he trusts you. <laughs> I mean, really, though. Hmm. Well, it's not as detailed of an answer as I would have hoped. I don't think he'd be upset if he saw you in person again. If that's possible. No, I think it's possible. Um, who, whoever is um, wanting to go back to natural play, get them all together, and I have a spell from Paylor. I, I, you might need to hurry, though. Okay. Do I need to bring them here, or are you following me? Uh, let's go. Hurry. Okay, so I go get Saul. You go out into the room, and everyone has everyone is sort of coming out. It's, it's the allotted time. A howler enters the door, the main door to this sort of central room around the same time that you all come out. You all come into the room together? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the elf is back. Um, okay. He's always back. Uh, I, I have a way to get you to the natural plane, but we need to go basically now. Uh, Paylor's breaking the rules. That wand in your hand starts to uh, sort of glow, emanating light. Back to the natural plane, right now. Mm. He uh, pulls Marie close and whispers, Are you you're sure? Yes, I, I'm sure, but I want to be going this way. I'm going to commit the 
the ritual for myself. So you go ahead and, and I'll I'll be right behind you. I'll see you on the other side. She uh, takes you by the hand, gives it a squeeze, and then goes back into your uh, room to prepare the ritual. Yeah, uh, he doesn't take that. When she squeezes his hand, he pulls her in and gives her a goodbye kiss. Oh, snap. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh this is awkward. <laughs> Was that Batman? It's for Paul. <laughs> have you all decided? Uh, it, it, I, I don't think you have much a chance, but... Okay, here we go. Uh, and Lark starts casting. Oh, my gosh, Lark. Would you just calm down for two seconds? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I hate this guy. There appears uh, a triangular gate, much like the one, um, Vance, that you all stepped through to take you to the grove, much like the one that Lark appeared through earlier inside the sphere in the Forsaken Circle. Saul, Misk, Char, Vance... Howler. You're all standing there in the room. The gate is open, and Lark is holding it open, but not for long. I can't keep this going forever. Miss goes over to Saul. She has Flicker in her hand. Mm. She's going to hug him, Mm -hmm. and in his ear, whisper, I'm going to make it up to you. I'll find our mother. I'll see you on the other side. Hopefully. Good luck. Same to you. And she's going to jump through the portal. Howler. Vince. I'm not sure if we can stay connected in some sort of way because I am going to be going. And there's much more that I wanted to talk to you about. I'm honestly not sure either, Vance. I suppose we'll find out soon enough. I mean, I have this sword, but (laughs) who's to say it won't just disappear on the other side? Who's to say? Hmm. I'm sorry that I couldn't stay and help, but... You've done plenty. I won't forget you, human. I won't forget you either. He uh, reaches his hand for a handshake. We do the, the, uh, the meme of the Arnold Schwarzenegger and... Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers? Yes, Carl Weathers. That's what I do. Then do you turn and step through? Yes. So, uh, do elementals become immortal if they stick around here? (laughs) I mean, basically. Ah, okay, I'm staying. (laughs) He, you can tell he has mixed emotions, but he gives you a nod. And then he turns to, uh, Saul. Well, Princeling... Go do whatever it is your god wants you to do. Saul uh, pulls a cigar from his coat Mm -hmm. and hands it to the Howler. He takes it. I'm not promising that one day there won't be a child of Serastus ruling the Burning Circle. In the meantime, take good care of her. Also, you should kill Char. And he starts walking towards the gate. I'll see what I can do. He uh, is standing in the gate, and he looks back at the hells one more time. Mm-hmm. He lights a cigar. Well, I don't think I'll miss this too much. And he, like, makes like he's reaching back in his cloak again. And he goes, hey, Char. And he, like, jumps like he's going to sling something at him. <laughs> and then the dagger, like, slams into his the finger. <laughs> 
you still owe me an ear. And he looks into the lot, clutches the stone to his chest, and walks through. You step through the gate. There is a blinding white light and a flash of heat across your skin. There's a sense of uh, rising and then flying upward. It's the opposite of what you felt when you first came to the hells back when Char stabbed you in the chest. You're rushing upward, rushing, rushing, and then you suddenly break free and you stumble forward onto hard ground, falling onto your hands and knees. For a moment, you're disoriented, Saul, trying to sort of gather yourself, take in your surroundings. And then you notice something. Your hands are freezing cold. Oh, no. The wind is rushing around you. You push yourself up off the ground, which is covered in a thick blanket of snow. You look around you, you don't see anyone. Saul uh, stands up and smells the air. Does it stink? It stinks. You stand, your eyes adjusting to the light, and you look around, and what you see is an ocean of trees. But all of the leaves are gone off of all of the trees. They're barren. There's nothing but icy winds and hefts of snow. You have finally arrived. You're in Fallen Grove. But you're too late. 